Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, everybody, back to Fantasy Football Today DFS. My name is Sina Jad. Of course, it's our Tuesday early look, so I'm joined by Megan Schaub. Meg, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sia. Uh, week seven wasn't the best for me, but that just means I'm ready to dive into research for week eight. Well, I thought week seven was really tough. I'll tell you, I mean, like, yeah. I'm very straight up with people. Like, I'm very intimidated by, by too, certain yeah. slates. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm not successful on those slates necessarily, but it was really a problem, like, knowing what to do, especially with that Kansas City game and stacking yes. homes with Kelsey. Meg, mm-hmm. if you did that, it really prohibited you from doing a lot of the other things. And, of course, that was the path to success. Lamar right. did well. Um, I'll tell you what, though, Meg. One thing I did, I played the early slate. When we look at lineups, we're going to look at two lineups. I love it. The show. Yeah. Right. The FFT DFS winner, of course. And we're going to look at my early slate lineup because that's where I had all the success. You know, what's really cool about that, Meg, I didn't have to worry about the Stafford or Patrick Mahomes or Gino Smith. Exactly. All I had to worry about was my guy, Lamar Jackson. And I encourage everybody, especially on a 13 game slate, which we have here Mm -hmm. uh, this week with no buys. Like, look at what, like, if, if there's a certain part that, uh, of the slate where you're thinking, hey, I, I, I know people are going to play that quarterback. It's probably a good idea. I don't really like it. Look at the early in the afternoon slate. Maybe you're more comfortable with those slates. So we'll take a look at that at the end of the show. But Meg, let's get started because we got right. a lot to race through. Like I said, no buys. We've got a lot of games. Here are some of the high totals I want to run by you, Meg. Uh, Rams at Cowboys. We're in that 46 range, 45 and a half. Pats at Dolphins, 47. Chiefs at Broncos, 46. Bengals at the 49ers, 45 and a half. Not extremely high totals. And by the way, there's totals lower than this with games that like, for example, the the Ravens with games that I'm going to want to play. But of these games, Meg, um, any that really jump out at you, like you're thinking, hmm, I I think I'm going to want to get a stack in this game. Well, after what we saw with the Chiefs last week, I think we're going to want to target the Chiefs again against the Broncos defense. So I definitely like the Chiefs Broncos. And then I'm going to go with the Rams Cowboys. I know, you know, Rams didn't get there for me this past week, but I really could see this being a game that maybe people overlook or um, could be a sneaky over, you know. I agree with you. When I looked at Mm -hmm. that total, I was actually a little surprised by that. I think it's because the Rams have looked a little flat. And, of course, the Cowboys right. have looked a little flat as well. But right. I think there's plenty of people. This takes one week, though, right? You know? Yeah, just, yeah. You know, and here's the thing. You know, last week, I, I didn't have the guts to play up uh, or pay up for Cooper Cup. I paid down for Puka Nakua. 
And that really that was right. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I think Naku was certainly uh, in play in that one, as is, of course, uh, Cooper Cup and potentially sure. a rebound spot. But guys like Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, even Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a lot to like there. I'll tell yes. you, I like that game, Meg. I, I think if I'm looking at another game, I think Pats at Dolphins makes sense. Dolphins oh, in the yeah. round back spot, likely pretty right. good weather there. To a Tyreek, you run it back with like a Kendrick Bourne type or even Meg Demario Douglas. He's starting to get looks and he's 3,300. I think he's going to be a cheap piece. I mean, Kendrick Bourne's always cheap too, but I think there's, there's some cheap pieces. You can stack that game and really yeah. get relief off the Tyreek Hill into a high, high price stack. So I like that I too. Right. Yeah. And then you mentioned Chiefs Broncos. That, that certainly makes sense. Uh, Purdy stacks may be in play in that Bengals game, but I'll tell you what, Meg, let's, let's go right to quarterbacks. But before we do that, by the way, smash the like button. I see Richie Smalls in the chat has already done that. Uh, let's take a quick break and hear a message from our partners. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So we're going to bring up QBs here, Meg, and, and I'll, I'll mention a few QBs and then I'll kick it to you pretty that quick. That sounds good. Because I've been, I've been doing all the talking here. I've been monopolizing all the time here. Um, listen, Patrick Mahomes, well, what can you say about Patrick Mahomes? The only criticism you can really offer him is like, what, who are you going to stack him with? Because Kelsey's so expensive, well, you stack him with Kelsey. I mean, that's really the answer to that question. You throw in Rasheed Rice if you want, or you try to get lucky with an MBS or, you know, name a receiver, Sky Moore. I don't think I'd go in on the McCole Hardman experience quite yet. Right. Uh, Chiefs already tried that. He just doesn't get a lot of volume. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I, I really like at Arizona. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping the Arizona offense can kind of get going. Dobbs is really wilted a little bit. And so the, it's just so inefficient on the offensive side of the ball. But I like Lamar. Of course, I mentioned to uh, like him. Stafford, kind of sneaky. I was hoping he'd be a little less than 6,600 on right. DraftKings. Right. Another guy I like is CJ Stroud at 6,300 coming off the bye. Hopefully he has Tank Dell at his disposal. And I think you can run it back with some obvious Carolina pieces there. Uh, Meg, who you like it in the quarterback range? Yeah, all the ones you mentioned are obvious. I mean, I think you could make a strong case for the top six or seven. I was looking at them like you literally, I mean, as a, as a, a legal background, see, you could literally make a case for all yes. these top six or seven, right? And mm-hmm. then, so it's just going to, it's going to be a huge challenge to narrow down this quarterback pool because you do have to narrow it down no matter what, how many entries you play. So mm-hmm. that's going to be tough. Um, but at the top, I think I'm, I like Mahomes and Lamar the most. Um, 
and then in the middle range, I do kind of want to attack that game either through Stafford or Dak is cheaper at 6.1K. So I, I like that. Um, and then down low, I think there's there are a few options down low too. Yeah, Dak is interesting at 6.1. You know, I kind of overlooked him because he's he's Dak Prescott and I just don't really have high expectations. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> it is. It is quite the roller coaster. Okay, so let's let's I mean that's some, somebody certainly to consider. Um let's go down a little bit. I mean, I think in that sort of 5k or lower 6k range, I, I think Yeah, there's one I Purdy, really like. Yeah. Yeah, I think Purdy is in play. I, I think Russell Wilson is in play. I think the thing about Russell Wilson is well, he's obviously not a very good quarterback anymore. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, just like you just watch him. Like, it's just Suspects. not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. What you're hoping there from like the Kansas City defense has been good. Like, we can't really right. criticize the Kansas City defense right. like we could a couple of years ago. For whatever reason, they're really showing up. What you're hoping for from Russ, I think, is, is one or two touchdowns maybe in the first three quarters. And then maybe they're just getting completely worked and it's just garbage time Russ, which we know he can succeed with. I mean, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he's responsible for three touchdowns in a very negative game script. So sure. when I'm looking down low, Meg, I, I, Russ is, is certainly a consideration. I agree with you. Like Lamar's probably my favorite. And then I think I'm probably passing over Mahomes, I think. And I'm going to like Stroud as another favorite of mine. Maybe, maybe Brock Purdy, but I'm probably going to be off him. Russ might be my third favorite. Who do you like in the lower end range? In the lower range, I like Purdy and Russ, but my favorite might be Minshew. Listen, I crossed him Ooh. off last week because I said, oh, he's playing the Browns defense. Cross it off. Well, he, he ran for two, passed for two. This guy's just a gunslinger. He's going to make a ton of mistakes, but we don't care what he does as a real-life quarterback. We care mm -hmm. what he does as a fantasy quarterback. May not be good for Colts fans when it's all said and done, but at the end of the day, and he's targeting Josh Downs a ton, which we'll get to that later, um, Minshew is just cheap and just that gunslinger mentality that, I, that you want in your quarterback at that price. You're absolutely right. I mean, Gardner Minshew is, listen, I had a bet on Cleveland minus three. They ended up winning the game, but they certainly didn't cover. And every time, you know, Minshew got an opportunity to make a big play against this vaunted, allegedly vaunted Cleveland defense, he made a big play. Now he's mm -hmm. sitting at 5,400. New Orleans defense is, is pretty good. Their sure. secondary can the play, Brown, but yeah. this is a team that's like New Orleans as a whole, not a very good team. You get Indianapolis at home. I guess my only fear would be Jonathan Taylor got a lot more touches. Zach Moss is involved. Do they really run the ball? But what you're hoping is that that's just not the case. Maybe New Orleans can grab a lead, Indy playing right. comeback ball, Minshew at 5,400. You're, you're right, Meg. That is that is a really, really solid play there. So right. I think we can move on, Meg, to the running back position. Sure. And frankly, um, how about you start with this one? Maybe towards the top. I mean, you can go as far down as you want to go, really. But who is jumping out at you uh, kind of near the top and middle of the board here? Yeah, at the very top, I mean, again, this week is going to be hard because we have, like you said, no buys, no international games, full slate. It's going to be a lot of like start the process here and just start crossing off and narrowing down. But at the starting point, you got to love CMC. I mean, he scored in what, 16 straight games. So Christian McCaffrey's always in play. Most Remember, this was the game that um, New England limited Tyreek Hill and Mostert had the big game in the first game against the Patriots. So I do like Mostert. I think Pollard's in play in that game we talked about. Kamara's getting a ton of uh, targets and receptions. So he's obviously in play, especially on DraftKings. And ETN is volume. So at the top, those are my five favorite at the top as of right now. Again, you may have to whittle that down, but those are my five favorite at the top. In the middle, um, I like DeAndre Swift, Isaiah Pacheco, the in, two interesting ones, Bijan Robinson had that whole played one snap or one carry thing, totally weird. His price plummeted. 
He's going in a pass funnel, so I don't want to target him for the run game. But if they target him like eight times, that might be interesting at low ownership coming off that weird game. And my favorite in the mid-range is Brees Hall against the New York Giants. He's been fully unleashed by the Jets. They're coming off a bye. I love Brees Hall. I actually think he'll probably be the one to get the most steam and, and a lot of ownership. But I don't know that I care because I love Brees Hall. He's so explosive. He's looking like full Brees Hall, and it looks like they fully need and want to lean into him. Those are my favorite in the mid-range. And then down low, I'd say I'd mention Gus Edwards got a good amount of volume. Last yep. looked good. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, if you want to run back a situation from in that Dolphins game, check the Hubbard-Sanders situation in Carolina. And then Kareem Hunt would be the one I'd mention if Jerome Ford is out. we got to pay attention to news in Cleveland. I believe Ford is doubtful. So yeah. it's down to just one running back in Cleveland. We saw that pretty much kind of work last week, and that's when they were splitting it. So I would be really interested in Kareem Hunt if Ford is out. Yeah, what's really interesting about that is we, we also saw Pierre Strong get in there. And if you want to get really clever, uh, like, let me um, let me just double check. I mean, this is probably getting like a little much here, but Pierre Strong's only 4,300. So if you want to oh, take that chance, yeah, I agree with you. I'd rather be on the Kareem Hunt end, end of that, to be honest with you, um, especially at Seattle, where, you know, Seattle could be potentially playing with a lead here. And, and I think Kareem Hunt would get even Some more check downs. there. Yeah. Yeah, so but but those are some interesting uh, plays for sure. I, I really like all of those plays. I think the Brees Hall play, uh, I think the price is right for that, and it makes oh, sense yeah. coming off the bye, bludgeon the Giants with the running game. You're, you're right. probably going to get some short fields thanks to Tyrod or Daniel Jones. Not that Tyrod's been bad, but, I mean, I, I could see some short fields uh, for oh, the yeah. New York Jets there. Um, at the top, I agree with you on CMC. I, I, I'm probably going to end up passing up on him in favor of Kamara. Like I think that's, mm-hmm. where, that's pro- probably my favorite guy at the top. I think DeAndre Swift is really interesting. You just have to try to predict who's getting those touchdowns against Washington. Yeah. It probably is Jalen Hurts and the receivers. So you're really taking a risk with Swift. Um, so I don't really, I certainly don't recommend him in cash games, but maybe in tournaments, it's at least viable. Um, Pacheco, listen, he was really underwhelming last week. He let a lot of people down, including myself. I right. think you can go back to Pacheco Same. against Denver, though. I, I think right. that makes sense. Um, you were early on Gus Bus, I, I think, and you were right about him. He's he's getting the carries. He's getting the 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 carries you want inside the twenty. Those high uh, value, beautiful yeah. carries. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Ramondre Stevenson. I like him, especially in a stack with, with the Dolphins. I mean, if you really want a heavy stack that game, you you could have maybe two run back Stevenson, who we know is going to catch passes and run the ball. But then you, you add in a Demario Douglas for super cheap or a Kendrick Bourne. You, you go from there. Maybe a couple of other guys to mention. You know, a lot of people I think are going to like Damian Pierce this week because he's going against the Carolina run defense. I don't like him at all. Never played Damian Pierce. I've never played Joe. All these guys who get volume or alleged volume that just aren't very good and don't produce. I've literally never said Joe Mixon's name once. And I've never said Damian Pierce's name. I will say this, though. Devin Singletary split carries. We got to wait and see what happens. Maybe Maybe we hear some stuff coming out of that that locker room. But if Singletary is going to split carries again at 4,400, uh, he makes a lot of sense to me as kind of a sneaky play. I'm not saying you should play it now. I'm saying keep an eye on Devin Singletary. Um, listen, if he's splitting snaps, it's not great. But at 4,400, maybe he's yeah. splitting snaps for a reason. Maybe they just don't like the efficiency of Damian Pierce and they're going to put Devin Singletary in in high leverage opportunities, especially since he can catch the ball too. So um I think Singletary is at least interesting. All right. I think that covers the running backs for the most part. Again, it's Tuesday. We'll have a lot more to say on the game-by-game preview, and we'll have a lot more to say about wide receivers right after this break. And we are back. Fantasy Football Today, DFS. 
If you're a regular watcher of this Tuesday show, you know we race through it. We do it in 30 <laughs> minutes. We want to save you time on your day. And listen, we'll admit, we don't have all the answers on a Tuesday, but we do like to speculate as to what we're going to lean into or what we're likely going to lean into from a player's and stacks and fade standpoint. So let's start here at receiver. Listen, Tyree Kill's at the top. He's 9500 super expensive. You're just going to have to make a call here. I think... Tyreek Hill, much like CMC, these are just really super hard guys to fade. It's going to be hard to fit even one of these guys in your lineup, but it's certainly doable. I'm leaning towards Tyreek Hill over CMC if I had to pick one. So I do like him. I'm going to pass on Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup is great. I think he's going to have a great game. I'll probably have seven or eight receptions on 10 or 11 targets. But between him and Nakua, I'm just going to go to Nakua if I'm playing that game because it's cheaper and it worked for me last week. And it's really, to me, a 50-50 proposition as to who's going to have that explosive game. Jamar Chase makes a lot of sense. I think his price is right at 8100 Um, Maybe playing comeback ball a little bit against San Francisco. But the cool thing about San Francisco, as good as that defense is, it can get exposed both on the ground and through the air. And we saw Kirk Cousins do that specifically with Jordan Addison. So I think the game plan is going to be let's feed Jamar Chase. So he's probably my favorite receiver up top. Can play A.J. Brown if you want. I'll probably won't pay up for him. I think a hurt stack to A.J. Brown is certainly in play. I mentioned Nakua. We kind of mentioned C.D. Lamb. Um, Ayuk, I guess, kind of interesting. I don't think I'm going there. So when I see the top of this board, Meg, and you can talk about your top of the board and maybe the middle of your board, too, it's it's Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill that I like the best. And, and then... I'm not really sure I love anybody else. Who do you like here? It's so tough. I mean, I think this week, again, you're going to have to lean into, you know, matchups, ownership, you know, combination of everything to whittle things down. You know, last time they played Tyreek Hill was limited, but it's not, you know, a copy and paste from the the previous divisional matchup before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like going back to Hill in that situation. I've, you know, obviously been very bullish on Hill all season and, you know, that's been been a good thing. So I, I probably will lean Hill. Um, I, but boy, I do want to keep going back to Cup, too. I, it, it, he yeah. burnt me last week. And, you know, that was a big reason I didn't have a good week last week is because I was very, very high on Cup and it wasn't there. But I mean, he he still looks like the Cooper Cup. I don't know why, um, you know, he only got two receptions last week, but I'm still very high on Cooper Cup. So I'm really struggling to narrow it down. But I would say Hill and A.J. Brown are probably my two favorites. Um, followed by Cup and Lamb are probably is probably where I stand right now. But again, I, for some reason, I in my early gut feeling is I have a sneaky feeling about that Rams Dallas game. But you know, to, again, Tuesday morning, we'll see how I feel by Sunday. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot, actually. By the way, uh, EW Week Week Two K says Hunt Hall and Kamara. I guess he's saying for DFS, those are the three running backs he might I like play. That. I do like that. You know, let's yeah. let's wait to hear what we hear on Kareem Hunt in that situation. But especially in cash, I think that is a really good combination of running backs. I think in in tournaments, typically in that flex spot, you want to play a receiver, but that's not necessarily a hard and fast rule. But that's that's typically the situation. But those three running backs in in your uh, cash games, I, I think that makes sense. Um, I'm definitely going to be big of those three. I'm going to be biggest on Kamara. And then, uh, Meg, to your point, uh, Brees Hall, as far as right. some middle-of-the-road receivers, by middle-of-the-road, I mean sort of middle-priced. Uh, you know, listen, Zay Flowers. There's a lot Pickens, in there. Yeah. There's a lot. So Pickens is in there. I, I don't know that I want to lean on his big game last week, but I do want to point out that I think this Pittsburgh offense with Deontay Johnson is going to look a lot mm-hmm. better than it did uh, the first four weeks Agreed. of the season. And I say that for betting purposes, too. I mean, the Steelers are plus three in some markets at home against the Jaguars. I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't think the Jaguars are for real, even though they've reeled off four wins in a row. I'm taking the Steelers plus three there. Just want everybody to know that. I like uh, it. 
Yeah, Zay Flowers is always going to be interesting to me, especially at Arizona. I think it's just perfect conditions for him. Nico Collins, we mentioned in a Stroud stack. You could go Nico, you could go Tank Dell, you could go both. Marquise Brown has been extremely inefficient. He's 5,200. I'm waiting for that game where they just connect. And, and I think this is a decent game environment uh, in a likely trailing game script against Baltimore for Marquise Brown to catch one or two of those long balls and really pay off his price. So I'm willing to get burned again by Marquise Brown. I mentioned Deontay Johnson. He's really cheap. Uh, he's probably going to get volume. He's pretty efficient with it. Rasheed Rice is there for your for your Mahomes stacks. Tank Dell, I mentioned. Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, I don't think he's going to play this week. I think he's pretty banged up here. So Dobbs is interesting. Downs, of course, is interesting. Um, in those Gardner Minshew stacks, he's sub 5K. I mentioned uh, Kendrick Bourne. Um, Michael Gallup is super cheap. The thing about Gallup is he's been really bad, but he's <laughs> dropping wide open passes. If they're still willing to throw him the ball, he's going to catch those passes. He's getting a lot of targets, yeah. Getting a lot of targets. So unless they're like, all right, we're moving on from Michael Gallup. If that's the case, then you know, you're, you're out of luck here. But Gallup is very, very cheap. So in that sort of 3K-ish range, Gallup, DeMario Douglas make a lot of sense to me. Any mid or low value guys you like? Right. Yes, I'll mention in the chat, someone mentioned about Thielen, and I think Thielen's always in play with the target share he's getting. So absolutely always in play. He, Again, he's really like, getting, but Meg, the, the one thing I want to point out, because you're absolutely right, the chat is right. It's just now he is getting priced up. He's now getting he priced up. Right. In, the, in, the, in the high 5K range. He's now in the mid to high 6K range. So you have right. to make that consideration, but right. still a great play. He gets a ton of targets and he's super efficient. Go ahead, sorry. Right. So yeah, especially if you do like a Stroud stack or something like that. But he, either way, I definitely think he's in consideration again, it's all going to be price dependent and, and how you whittle down your kind of your player pool by the end of the weeks. But I like, you know, almost all the guys you mentioned, I think the ones that stand out to me the most are um, I like both the Pittsburgh receivers. Um, I like flowers. And I think the, both the Jacksonville receivers should be considered Ridley has been a huge disappointment other than two games. I keep going back to him. It doesn't work. I'm not sure what's going on there. I want to dig further this week, but that's what this is all about. Start, talking about it and then dig further. Um, mm -hmm. But Kirk Ridley are priced around the same. I assume Kirk will get the higher ownership. Ridley would I be, I assume, more contrarian. And I do like both those Pittsburgh receivers, Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Those are my favorites. And then I'll also add Jordan Addison looked amazing last night. Yes. So I think he needs to be a consideration too in that mid-range. The low range, I, I absolutely would have to say Downs is my favorite down low. I think it's worth going back to Gallup based on the target share. Um the only other ones I'll mention is guys that have wildly underperformed, but at any time could break out and got a few more targets that week. Jahan Dotson from Washington, um, Odell Beckham from Baltimore. They both saw more targets last week. Uh, Dotson in the same matchup with the Eagles, I believe, got nine targets in week three or four. So it, I, I definitely think they're considerations at their price um, and probably people aren't going to be very interested in them either. Yeah, and another one I, I want to point out, because you mentioned downs. I, I think people are going to want to play downs, and it makes a lot right. of sense. I've been on downs, too, though, the last few weeks. But um, I don't think people are – like, if they're going to play a Minshew stack, they're probably going to do it Minshew downs, which makes a lot of sense, right? You're saving money. I don't think they're going to do – first of all, not a lot of people necessarily are doing the Minshew stack in general. But I think it's going to pick up steam, Meg, because everybody listens to this show, of course, and they listen to you. <laughs> okay, also because it does make a lot of sense. Okay, right. In terms, but but the, the long and short of it is if you stack him with Pittman – 
Like not a lot of people are going to pay 6,500 for Pittman. Exactly. And forget, I like that. Pittman, Pittman only had five targets last week, but he had 14 targets the week before. Like there are games where Pittman is just going to explode. So just keep that in mind on your um, Gardner Minshew uh, considerations. I think Absolutely we covered, agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think we covered most of the receivers. I think we can transition real quick to tight end and look at um look at a couple lineups that we had from uh from week seven, including the FFT DFS winner. Speaking of FFT DFS winner, the contest is live already. The actual the the contest link is in the chat if you're watching us live. Nada just put it in the chat a few minutes ago, but it's also going to be for you podcast listeners. It's going to be in the podcast description. It's going to be in the YouTube description description. I think we filled it up last week pretty easy. Let's fill it up again pretty easy so we can showcase uh, your winning lineup. Listen, at the tight end position, like Kelsey, listen, like that makes a lot of sense. My home stacks make a lot of sense. Am I getting there? Probably not, but I don't hate it. Maybe I will get there in, in a few lineups. I know Mike McClure is going to have a lot to say about that because he was on the Kelsey Mahomes stack in a pretty big way last week. If you listen to our game-by-game preview, you knew he was going there. That was his favorite stack. I like Mark Andrews. Um, I'm sorry I didn't play more Mark Andrews in my early slate lineups. I ended up correlating uh, Lamar with Zay. I, I sh- just should have done the double stack and I would have won a ton of money. Dalton Schultz is a guy that doesn't get talked about, but I think is good in CJ Stroud stacks or just as a standalone play. I, I think he makes sense. And if you're really trying to pay down, there's going to be more pay down options, Meg, but Cameron Hayward at 2,600, the, mm-hmm. the tight end for the Steelers. I think we thought it might be Darnell Washington too, but it looks like Hayward's getting enough targets to maybe justify a $2,600 play if you want to save some money. So just something to consider there. Who do you got? Yeah, well, first of all, I made a gross uh, error by not mentioning Garrett Wilson. Someone in the chat Mm. mentioned him. Yes, 6,300 Garrett Wilson. If I'm not playing Brees Hall, it's probably going to be one of Garrett Wilson or Brees Hall. So yes to that. Then let me me jump back to tight end. I just totally forgot that. I wanted to say that because someone Mm -hmm. mentioned the chat. Um, Love all the ones you mentioned. Obviously, if I'm playing Mahomes, I'm probably going to stack him with Kelsey. Um, It's expensive, and he has to do what he kind of did last week, a 30-pointer above, but we know that's in his game, especially against Denver. So definitely interested in Kelsey. I'm also going to mention Kittle. Um, Obviously, looked great last night. When one of those receivers, Debo Ayuk, have been out, he seems to step up. So I think he's in play. I think Goddard's in play as well, a little bit under him. And then I do tend to gravitate towards the cheaper ones. Um, so I, I don't mind the Atlanta tight ends too. Again, a go, yeah. a going against a pass funnel. So I think either Pitts or Johnny Smith are in play. But then further down, I agree with the cheap ones that all the cheap ones you mentioned. I'll also add Logan Thomas in a negative game script, likely negative game script, and Tyler Conklin. Again, if you're not playing Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, you could play Tyler Conklin against the Giants. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned, I want to go back to Atlanta real quick because you mentioned, sure. and we can, by the way, while I'm doing this, Nada, you can go ahead and put up the FFT DFS uh, winner lineup. Um, I like all of those plays. Listen, you like there, there's some pay down plays there too. And, and listen, if you want to go double tight end and get Kelsey and some of those mm-hmm. in one of those pay down options. That's what I did last week. It worked as like treating Kelsey like a receiver. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they, they, because that's what he is. I mean, he's listed as a tight end, but he, yes. I mean, honestly, statistically, he he does everything the best receivers uh, end up doing. But right. the one thing I'll say about Atlanta, I, I think the Bijan Robinson play, while you would never play it in cash, I think it's interesting in tournaments, mm-hmm. even though he's going up against a team that is allegedly a great rush defense. Like we've seen Tennessee get exposed against the run as recently as three weeks ago. So right. it's it, it's in the range of outcomes that Bijan actually gets a full workload coming off basically a zero workload. Now, mm-hmm. listen, Tyler Algiers still going to be involved but if you think that that Bijan Robinson is going to get let's say three to four receptions and 11 to 13 carries at the price that he's at uh, it's 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 a good tournament play for sure so you mentioned Johnny Smith and you mentioned Kyle Pitts I I like them too probably Kyle Pitts a little bit more but 
Um, these Atlanta games are just weird. Uh, Arthur Smith is just weird. Bijan is going to have a breakout game at some point. I don't know yeah. when it's going to be, but you're probably not going to get a lower price than, than you're getting right now. On right. Bijan it's always Agreed. something to consider. So let's look at the FFT DFS winner. It's G Kush. Um, pretty impressive lineup here. I mean, obviously, anytime you have Mahomes uh, to Kelsey in a game like that where the first half Kelsey just exploded, like the Chargers just decided they weren't going to play defense in the first half on Kelsey specifically, that really worked out for G. Kush in this lineup. He played um, Ken Walker, Deontay Foreman, um, who we mentioned a- as a play on the game-by-game preview uh, when we found out Roshan Johnson was out. Christian Watson didn't do him any favors, didn't do me any favors. That was one of my favorite plays, and he was just bad. Uh, Josh Palmer was great. We mentioned him as a run back in Mahomes' stack specifically on the game-by-game preview. Josh Downs is in here. Jackson Smith and Jigba with DK Metcalf out made a lot of sense, had really high impact early in the game. And, of course, anybody playing Washington, you're going to pile up sacks, just like the Philadelphia Eagles are going to do. So the Giants made a lot of sense there. So really good lineup by G. Kush. Get in our contest, and uh, maybe you'll be the winner this week. Uh, Speaking of winners, let's take a look at my early slate lineup. This is the last thing we're going to do today. And, again, I really highly encourage everybody to at least experiment with different types of tournaments, maybe, maybe lower entry tournaments where you have, like, more of a chance to see green, uh, maybe some head-to-head matchups just to see how you do, some double-ups, of course. But also, this is an early slate lineup where I didn't want to mess with the, uh, the the main slate as much as normal. So I went with early slate. To me, it was between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Josh Allen ended up kind of getting there. But Lamar, Saquon Barkley, this is where I messed up. I should have just gone with the chalk, and I should have gone with, uh, uh, with Gibbs, of course, uh, for Detroit. If I had done that, I would have been able to pay down or pay up at the tight end position and get Andrews, and I would have won all the money, quite literally. I ended up winning 250 bucks on a $50 entry. Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, Jerome Ford, Kendrick Bourne, Amon Ross St. Brown, Zay Flowers, Mayor Foreman, Commander's Defense. Like The only guys who exploded were Deontay Foreman, Kendrick Bourne, and Lamar Jackson, and I still ended up finishing 22 out of, I believe, 900 or so. So again, nothing super special about this lineup, Meg. It was just one of those situations where I really, in the early slate, I had my player pool really narrowed down, and right. I played it. And again, if I had played Gibbs and I, and I upgraded at the tight end position, I would have been, I would have been like literally first place. I would have had to pay down a defense too. I would have been in first place there. But uh, what do you think of the early slate lineup? Oh, I love it. I mean, first of all, you know, to your earlier point, I love the short slates and I, I did a Lamar lineup as well, but I unfortunately did a Slayton instead of Barkley. So this, this, this build, I know, like you said, that kind of 2v2 pivot is what you needed, but I think this was a very, very, um, smart build and very correlated and I love it. Um, and it was a lot of plays that we talked about last, you know, this time last week. So that's right. That's right. And I know a lot of our plays that we just talked about are going to be successful, too. We'll have our game-by-game preview on Friday. On behalf of Megan Shout, my name is Sia Najab. This is Fantasy Football Today DFS. We'll see you on Friday.